Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled The Impact of Biblical Interpretation. Every once in a while I receive comments on the nuances of translations. These slight changes in meanings uh, as one moves from the Greek or Hebrew to English can have a dramatic impact on theology. So how does one decide the meaning of a scripture verse? A simple example is Matthew 5.48, which is, You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. So I wrote an article regarding the difference between Christians with a capital C and Christians with a lowercase c, which was basically a challenge for each of us to reflect on the fruit in our lives as an indicator of our relationship with God. The article began with a series of rhetorical questions, including the statement that one cannot be quote-unquote perfect while on the earth, regardless of our level of spirituality. And I used uh, this scripture verse, uh, Matthew 5.48, as an example. A reader, a responder noted that the word perfect in this verse above is the Greek word telos, which should be translated in his opinion, uh, either complete in all its parts or full grown of full age or uh, special, specifically of the completeness of Christian character. He offered a link to the uh, Greek section of BibleHub.com Uh, which is a very credible source. Uh, These three interpretations I just mentioned of the word telos are clearly different than Webster's definition of the word perfect, which reads, being entirely without fault or defect, flawless. If one views telos as quote-unquote perfect, then Matthew 5.48 is suggesting mankind could never reach the sinless nature of God on this earth. However, if telos is viewed as complete or full-grown, as my commenter would suggest, uh, then one could stretch their theology to believe it's possible to achieve completeness of Christian character uh, while on this earth. This earthly perfection uh, does have its supporters, and it's something that I've challenged others um, who have written to me uh, in the past. So what's the point? As one who has no credibility in the Greek language, I choose to rely on those who have spent their careers studying the best way to take God's original autographs and present them in English. Yellow lights start flashing for me when someone offers their thoughts on, quote, the meaning of the original Greek or Hebrew, unquote, for my enlightenment. So how do I decide, or how should we perhaps decide on the meaning of a particular scripture verse? I've got four steps, actually five. Um, My first step in validating a verse is to go to a reference source such as BibleHub.com and look at it across the 40-plus translations that are listed there, focusing especially on the major translations, which uh, have their own nuances based on uh, the range of from word-to-word translations versus thought-for-thought. In the case of Matthew 5.48, there is consistency across the translators in the use of the word perfect rather than the softer version, uh, complete. So my second step in validating the meaning of a verse is to look at its context. In the case of Matthew 5.48, the context is the Sermon on the Mount. 
in Matthew chapter uh, chapters five through seven, Jesus is challenging his listeners to a level of service to their fellow man that's impossible to fully achieve. It includes never responding to others in anger, never looking at a woman lustfully, loving one's enemies, giving to the needy, always keeping your promises, never uh, praying with empty words, regularly fasting, and so forth. These are objectives as one grows in their faith. The term sanctification which is a lifelong, never-ending process, is really what's being referred to here. Perfection or even completeness will not be achieved on this side of the grave as long as we retain a sin nature. So the third step in validating a verse is to look again at the context, this time in light of other verses in Scripture. In the case of Matthew 5.48, clearly, when one is asked to compare themselves to God, we must fall short. Uh, Romans 3.23, regardless of our level of Christian maturity, uh, referencing 1 Peter 2.2, Hebrews 5.12-14, 1 Corinthians 14.20, and so forth, coupled with our continuing sin nature, uh, Psalms 51.5, while we remain on this earth. There is no end, sadly, to our sin nature prior to death, regardless of how mature we may become. Paul speaks to this clearly in Romans 7, 22 and 23. If one remains a sinner, one cannot reach completeness, much less perfection, as some might suggest. One of the best places I found for concordance-based research is openbible.info um, uh, for a list of user-prioritized verses on a particular topic, such as the word perfect. So my fourth step in validating a verse is to look at commentaries and topical references, uh, which I've used over and over again and build a level of trust in their traditional biblical Christian worldview theology. Logos Software provides an amazing array of resources, uh, though it's a little bit pricey. Uh, There are many internet sources that are free, such as Bible Hub, Bible Study Tools, Bible Comments, and uh, valuable, and, and they're valuable as long as one is cautious on their underlying theology. One of my most frequent uh, topical stops is gotquestions.org. Finally, the assimilation of parts or all of the above sources often boil down to a common sense approach within the framework of an acceptance that God wrote an infallible love letter to mankind and is not a God of confusion, 1 Corinthians 14.33. Uh, it's important to list your core theology as a personal statement of faith, as sort of your foundation. Um, These are the beliefs you hold close, and changing them would take a major paradigm shift in your biblical Christian worldview that would need to be a conscious decision and not a slippery slope or a frog-in-the-pot method of deconstruction. And so you need to be cautious as you approach your interpretation of verses particularly if someone's suggesting that it's breaching your personal statement of faith or your core theology so god bless you as you study his truth and you live a life of christian obedience today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.